the clip. Bam, we're live. Uh, so, okay, let's just practice. We'll do. We'll just do a rehearsal. Okay, so tomorrow we're having on Justin Nunley. He's got uh, like 3 million followers on TikTok. I don't do TikTok, but maybe I, may, I wanted just to go over and look at his shit. I came across him on Instagram. Could you pull up his uh, account, Sousa? Uh, no, 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 wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, fuck. It's supposed to be the dude, right? It's supposed to be the guy. And then, okay, go ahead. Let me see. Maybe, maybe you got play. it. Maybe you got it. Okay, go. Maybe you have it perfect. Fuck, what am I? I'm micromanaging. Sorry. Go ahead. We have this guy. I'll do it up again. We have this guy coming on tomorrow, Justin Noonley. I'm really excited to have him on. He's really creative. He comes from the... Son of a bitch. He comes from the lineage of people like uh, uh, Where's the Beef? Uh, What you talking about, Willis? And, uh, you know, like he just like really good one-liners. And he's got this really cool uh, one-liner that he always uses. Okay. Could you play the clip, Sousa? <clears throat> a bra. Listen, did you know oh there's a thousand god. people living in the tunnels under Las Vegas? Oh my god! Now you do. You know what I need right now? A bra. Listen, did you know there's a thousand people living in the tunnels under Las Vegas? Now you do. You know what I need right now? A bra. Okay, that's good. So that's how his that's how his he said he's found this like niche where like he's like he shows something and then he cuts it off and then and then he drops a fact like do you know that cheetahs only fart when they're asleep or you know shit like that. So I'm excited. Uh, we have we have uh, shirts um, in stock. Uh, CEO shirts, uh, your mom shirts, uh, politically homeless shirts. We got it all. You should go check it out. I, I don't know how fast they're shipping. I ordered my red one. I don't know why I don't have it yet, but I'm I'm actually really really pumped to get it. I don't know if I'm more excited. Oh yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. You know which ones are really popular? The tank tops. Yeah, the girls love those tank tops. But the yeah, you're a good dude. Oh, and that comes in green. Did you get shirt? I sent you shirts, Taylor. Did you get them? I didn't get them yet. Oh, perfect. Well, I didn't check my mailbox either. <laughs> I, I check it like every three days. So I'll check oh. it. Oh. So, so you when you 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 when you come out of the trailer park and you go over to like the where all seventy five boxes are, you go over there once every three yeah, days. It's, it's group mail, and I lost the key, so I gotta wait for them. <laughs> you have to stand by there. <laughs> uh, casual sender. I'm a uh, huge Taylor Self fan. Thank you for sharing your story. Peace and love. Um, Brian Friend is here today. We get to pick his brains. Brain, brains, brain. Is it plural or is it singular? Fuck it, brains. And uh, about quarterfinals and semifinals. And uh, and and I want I want to start with this. And, and I brought this up before. And hopefully Taylor's on my side. I forget where Brian falls. But how many opens? How how many games with championships equals team games championships? Let me say that again. How many individual? Is it was one individual win worth two team team wins? <laughs> so if, if 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 Matt Fraser has five wins and Rich Froning has four, but he has six team wins, how many team wins does he have? Do we know? He's he has five currently. He's going for six, which would be ten total if, if he's able to pull it off this year. Ten. So let's say we let's say we give him only he has to win two teams to be as good as one win of individual. Then he then he would still be better than Matt. Shit, if you made him three and he won this year, he'd be better than Matt. Rich is my champ. 
It's interesting. I, I, I used, I mean, you know, I used to be on the total opposite side of fence of this about even comparing the two, but it's getting ridiculous. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's proven. He's proven. <laughs> no, Taylor, you just want one. You're not greedy. <laughs> one, one. Chalk one really, up. Every, pretty much everyone just wants one. It's hard to win one though. Um so so uh but before we get into the um uh, uh the exciting fun stuff, were there any problems? Um did Hiller attack over the weekend? Um <laughs> anyone screw up, anyone anything worth noting? Did did, did the workouts leak? Anything that was absurd? Listen, can I just preface this by saying why does no I don't get why these athletes aren't putting their videos as unlisted. Uh, Taylor Self has just talked more in the first in, in three sentences than he talked in the entire last appearance on the show. Let's put that in the record books. Uh, why? Why, Taylor? Why wouldn't they why wouldn't they put it up? Just so they don't get drilled? Yeah, like why I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, why make it public, Brian? I don't have an answer for that. At first, I thought it was a dumb question, but that's actually a brilliant question. Like, I get why I get why Mayhem does right. They're they're a brand, but why would some just why is some, like Al, Juan Alfredo Ortiz from fucking Argentina have his video up? Same reason that I have videos up is you know uh, no to just wow. so that uh, you know if there is some uh, you know random person out there that uh, thinks it's worth watching me do a 15 minute workout they can uh also is a you know uh point of accountability but i think that the athletes should you know uh, every athlete who is um especially considering the possibility of making a semifinals should uh you know shouldn't really have anything to hide the obvious reason they put it up there is to promote their youtube channel yeah but some of these guys they don't have anything really to promote do you know what i mean They're promoting like, themselves just for their family friends community whatever I, I guess, I guess. Do what? What do you think, Taylor? You buy that? Is it worth the six hundred subscribers you have? These them? I don't um, know. I used to put my open workouts up on YouTube, and I had like five subscribers. But you have nothing to lose, though. But you have nothing to lose. You're not. You're. Like I think what Taylor's saying is, is that we're talking about people who want to move on to the next round. Why let some random dude in his fucking garage in front of his um, black suburban that he cleans every day uh, call your reps out? You know what I mean? Like, my only problem with it is, well, that exactly. But you're opening yourself up to criticism from people, in my opinion, who I just don't fucking care what they think. And I'm a really good mover. I know I'm a really good mover and I know my reps are good. You know, my boss at my gym would be the first person to no rep me in any qualifying workout. Before What's his name? Andy Hennel. Hennel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spencer's that. Yeah. I mean, he, dude, he fucked me up last year. Um, in one workout we had to like do three. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I, I just envision a lot of these. I mean, I, I like, I would just, Mine's unlisted. That's all I'll say about it. How many subscribers do you have? <laughs> like four. Yeah. Can you go? Can you bring up his YouTube? Let's see if we can get him six. Yeah. I just found Brian. Find, you can't even find mine. <laughs> oh yeah, we can. Taylor does look <laughs> like a butcher. Um, and Brian, and Brian, what you're saying is, is like, hey, it's pointless. You're gonna get if you, you're gonna get caught eventually anyway. Is that what you're saying? No. There's people who we know didn't have good scores this year that are, you know, being allowed to maintain those scores. 
through these comments. Oh, you found it. You got six now, brother. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Subscribe to that shit. Yeah, nice. We can't even turn the camera sideways. We got yeah, yeah. Like, like I put my I I put my uh, last chances all unlisted. Um, I don't know why. Oh, Who's Blake Shelton? Who's Blake Shelton? We can see who you're subscribed to here, Blake Shelton. Who's Blake Shelton? Am I? <laughs> oh, dude, 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 scroll down. Let me see. Let me see. The who is Blake podcast. Shelton? Theo Vaughn. Do you know who that is? That's how you should get on your podcast. I try. I've tried. I've tried. Really? Oh I've my tried. god. Try. I told him he could sit on my face. Um, <laughs> that didn't do it. Damn. No. no. <laughs> I should tell him. I just sent him a picture of Taylor and say you can sit on Taylor's face. <laughs> Fuck a Taylor. Hey, will you cut me a steak up back there? Go back in the kitchen and, and just cut me off a piece of steak. <laughs> said, Taylor looks like if Woody Harrelson grew a handlebar. <laughs> Man, these are amazing. Oh. Some guy said it looked like I was competing in the Wild West over fifties division. I see it. A thumb with a mustache. Yes. A thumb. <laughs> Listen, a guy named Johan Lopez called you a thumb with a mustache. Wow. I'm going to shit myself. That's so good. <laughs> hey, dude, that's actually pretty funny to go with that next Halloween. Have someone like make your forehead a fingernail. Just go with a thumb. Dude, that would be amazing. <laughs> okay we have a whole show to just fuck with taylor Save, stop making him laugh okay oh let's God. let's look at these quarterfinal scores brian do, um, do we want to start by region and then go to the worldwide leaderboard just jam through the regions real quick okay yeah, let me know how i can fuck it up so just go ahead and tell me where to start at and and i'll do it wrong uh let's let's do north america last since it's the most fun is that true brian let's sure. do that let's do south america South America, men or women? We're doing a team court team quarterfinals. I told you I'd fuck it up. <laughs> um, South America, well, Does not disappoint. I don't Let's know. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. I'm not sure what's going to happen in South America. It's um, obviously there were already four, you know, four teams before the season started that were disqualified out of Argentina and. I think that there's a potential for more teams in South America to be disqualified at some point, um, but we'll see what happens. And so uh, at the top here, we see one Argentinian team, uh, kind of a surprising team from Paraguay, and then a bunch of Brazilian teams. Um, but in general, the team competition in South America, I don't know a ton about it. The like two teams that I you know kind of thought would be the ones to beat there. Um, aren't partly participating this year in the capacity that I thought they would. The team that kind of, is, what does that mean? They got disqualified. Is that what yeah. you mean? Okay. Yeah. Or, those are the, those are, are or, those that happened early. We talked about that, right? That was uh, like Facundo's teams or something or mayhem Two mayhem teams got of the four. Got one mayhem team, the South American team, but all four, I think all four of the teams were kind of using the same affiliate listed okay. affiliate as their training base. And it wasn't a legitimate training space or something like that. Okay. Um, but I don't. I just don't know a lot of these teams. The Q2 and Cross CrossFit team in Argentina is a, a recognizable, but we'll I'll see. take over from here, Brian. Brian, are <laughs> are any of these teams in the top fifty worldwide? Pro, no, no. Oh damn! And how many of these teams will go to Madison? Two. Okay. And do you think that? Um, and how many of these teams will go to the semifinals? Oh, well, this is a good question. 
So, Thank you. Shit, I knew I'd get one sooner or later. After this, let's get the fuck out of South America, Matt. <laughs> no, no, it's a good, it's a good question because I was noticing this uh, this morning, really, when I was reviewing the quarterfinals to semifinals advancements for the teams, is that uh, a really high percentage of teams is making it through this round because there was a pretty low percentage of sign up in the, some of the continents relative to the number of spots they get. So in North America gets eighty spots. Europe gets 40 spots and the rest of the continents all get 20 spots. But in the case of um, South America, for example, only 37 teams signed up. So more than half of the teams that signed up for quarterfinals are advancing to semifinals. <coughs> okay. And it's not, it's not, there's only really one continent where it's like kind of egregiously weird, I would say, which is Europe. They had obviously every, every continent gets 25% of their teams that advance to the quarterfinals. And 25 or less percent of their teams that advance from the semifinals to the games. But in the case of European teams in quarterfinals, 74% of the participating teams are advancing to semifinals, which almost makes it like a why like a question of like, why is that competition even there? Only to eliminate 14 out of 54 teams. Wait, for what? For, for South America? Europe. Okay, sorry. Then you need to tell me how many teams. Um, so forty get to go to the semifinals, but you're saying only fifty-seven. Fifty-four signed 50. up. Wow, wow. So it's even weirder than South America. Give me the numbers for North America for that. Out of the eighty, eighty advance, ninety-eight are cut. Okay, okay. So they had a hundred and it's basically one hundred and seventy-eight. It's about fifty percent in all the other continents. Uh, Asia is like sixty-five percent and. Um, and then uh, you're up 74% advance. So so j- just to give people a perspective of, of how I heard this and see if this is right, in North America, there were 178 teams that tried, that entered the quarterfinals that tried to make it to the semifinals, and, and only 80. 80 will be moving on to the semifinals. In Europe, there were 54 teams in the quarterfinals, and 40 will make it to the semifinals. And in um, South America, it was 37 teams tried, and 20 will make it. Yep, and it was so you, exactly the same numbers in Oceania as South America, 20 okay. of 37 advance. Okay. In Africa, there were actually 40 teams that participated, 20 advance. Okay. And in wow. Asia, only 31 teams participated and 20 advance. Okay. How many participated in North America? 178. And 40 advanced. 80 advanced. 80 advanced, okay. So it's just under 50%. So kind of what I think, because... Obviously, CrossFit wants pe- wants participation in these competitions. They want people to pay the registration fee, and more participation is just generally better for the sport um, and for the communities that get excited about the you know the team competition, the affiliate cup. So one thing <laughs> one thing that I had a thought of is that you can say you get this a maximum of forty spots in Europe, but it but you can also you can't have more than fifty percent of the registrating teams qualify. Mm-hmm. So if only fifty four qualify, then they only get. I guess, you know, it could just 27 teams, but you could just say like, they'll make, they'll get a, maybe they say 14 and 14 that go to the two semifinals or whatever. But that didn't happen. They, they no, still, no, no, they no, still they have still to get have the full the... numbers, but I'm saying it could yeah. be an implica- an implementation that CrossFit makes in the future to say, if you want to get your full number of spots, you need to have more teams register because 200, 200. Gotcha. And, uh, gotcha. You know, or whatever. So you're not saying it's something that could be fixed this year, but looking forward, it, it it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just when I looked at it, that was like a, it was an outlier 
uh, Europe was the biggest outlier. Asia was another outlier. And so I just had this thought that it could be something CrossFit could do to promote participation. If you want to get this number of spots, then you guys need to have more participation. Significantly easier if you're a woman coming from South America as an individual to get to the games than Europe. But significantly easier if you're a team and you want to go to the games coming from Europe. Mm, not necessarily. Okay, the semifinals, not the games. Yes, the semifinals. Right. Sorry, fucked that up. Thought I was being smart. Okay. Well, well, that's good to know. Um, I, I wonder if there would ever be a time where there would be um, everyone who uh, who signs up gets to go. Like <laughs> the special. Like the, then they could change the name to the Special Olympics. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's move on to Africa. I'm not going to have that much to say about Africa. Um, mm. <clears throat> I just want to know if anyone's in the top 50 there. No, how, no, no. no, no. And how many teams will be at the oh, games? They, I, don't, I, I don't know if they're in the top 50 on the worldwide leaderboard, but in a, in a games-level competition, if 100 teams participate, I wouldn't pick any teams from Africa or South America to make the top 50. And basically what I'm saying is there's teams in, in a North America and Europe that will get cut that would still beat the qualifying teams from those countries. But that's okay. It's right. just how it is. Right. How how many teams total go to the games? 38. There's no last chance qualifier for teams. Okay. All right. And the most come from North America, it's distributed the same way, and then half as many. Yeah, and I mean, Europe what you can then... say here about the South African teams, which is, you know, it's Africa, but you have to go down. There's a couple of other countries represented, but mostly South Africa. Probably one of those top three teams will make it through. Look at the points relative to everyone else. So I would expect that this is a three- team race and i mean five points across uh five workouts is a clean sweep so this team is obviously the favorite going to the semifinals but i don't really know them so like i see i'm looking at their 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 roster and i don't know these people so uh, okay let's 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 move to asia asia is a fascinating situation uh because i had heard that the team's um from Dubai were not really happy with the selection of South Korea as a place to host a semifinal. It could be twofold. One, obviously we know that the UAE can host host events because they had the Dubai championships there in December and um, athletes from all over the world were able to travel. So it would be an easy spot to do it. Whereas in South Korea, which we've talked about before, there's still some travel restrictions there, but these two teams in second and third across at Yas Black and CrossFit Aliyah are very good teams and then you have the team in first, which is this. Actually, I'm I'm really interested in this team in general, and obviously it's super unfortunate what's going on in, you know with Russia right now. But the Kleshnikov team in Russia is basically I I think they're like the equivalent of mayhem over there, meaning they're just like congregating a bunch of athletes in one spot, not necessarily even in one division. So they have a team, they have some athletes that are competing masters, and they're doing like local or like like a national level competitions throughout Russia and representing this Kleshnikov team. They have some individual athletes that are trying to make a run at the games. So it's just, it's a cool training. It's like, the I, I view it as, and I haven't you know been there obviously, but as a kind of like the premier place for uh, CrossFit athletes to train in Russia and their team is obviously in first place here and will have a chance to make the games. But between South Africa, South America, and and Asia, the percentage of participation at the games relative to qualification in the last couple of years has been so bad. It's like I'm just want. I don't. I, I love that we have the representation for these teams, but if you make the games, like come to the games, and if you're not going to come to the games, if the representatives from those continents, like last year they had 
team that didn't go, a woman that didn't go, two guys that didn't go. It's like which country? Asia, but really, Asia. It's, all, oh, it's all Russia, continent. right? Oh, well, they can't come, right? Well, yeah, this right right now, obviously, there's but it's like there's always a different reason why they can't get there, and I'm kind of I would I just want to see a full games field. I don't care where they come from, just give me forty, you know. Can Russians come to USA? They can't even get their flag on the leaderboard. They ain't gonna let them in to compete. <laughs> For the person, hey Susa, let's show people how to see the team rosters here. So we can just click okay. on any any one of these teams. Yep. And then go to view profile. Yep. And they're gonna scroll down to the bottom and it'll go past this leaderboard. And at the way bottom, keep going down, all the way down. There's the top four are the ones that competed in the quarterfinals, and then the Anyone who's listed under that, which will have the same four people, are the uh, the alternates submitted. <clears throat> so you can see who who competed and who the two alternates are. And you can do this for every team, I believe. Boom! Now you guys know. Hey, can you travel? Can 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 any Russians travel to the United States? Travel from Russia. Just Google search it. USA, I guess. I, I mean, Russia Travel Advisory. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so Brian, do you have a solution for that, or you're just expressing frustration? Uh, no, it's not. It's. I mean, there are potential solutions for it, but uh, you know, like one of the things. Hold know, the games in Russia. <laughs> no, but you could say. Um, I don't know. There's different things that you could do. I don't necessarily know what the best solution is. I just know that it's been pretty frequent that the, especially the qualifiers from Asia have not been able to make it to the games. And I think it's, you know, it's just disappointing. Like you want to see the best from all over the world. And if you can't see them for whatever reason, then we want to see someone there that's filling out the, the, you know, roster of 40. Right. So basically there should be some backfill plan. So it's not wasted. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think everyone would want to see that. Like it's already obviously incredibly hard to, to qualify. And when you have, you know, we can just, when you have like a uh, 10 guys in North America that are just like, I'm, I'm already here. Like, give me a try. If there's a spot, I'll go. And it's like, no, we're just waiting to see if this guy from Russia is going to come, even though he hasn't come for three years. It's like, it's normally I would say, no, I would disagree with you, but why I agree with you here is also not only are they ready, but they're better. They're better than the dude that they would fill out. Meaning that there's teams like you were saying that there's teams in North America that won't make it that'll be better than some teams that don't sh- that no show that made it. Yeah, yeah that's that's and it's and up. I mean ever you know it's it's going to happen no matter what where there's going to be like clear distinctions in, in ability even at the games the top heat looks a little different than the second heat looks a little different than the third or the first heat or whatever but there are, I think, ways that we can increase the overall level of caliber of athlete or teams at the games while still having global representation and opportunity. And um, Tyler Watkins, and I talked about this recently using one of his uh, new metrics, a weighted rating system um, on a bottom line episode for Morning Chalk Up. I think it's going to air this week, and it was along with an article that we co-wrote about this exact situation. Oh, I can't wait to see how that affects subscriber rate at the morning chalk up. A Tyler Watkins article on scoring. Fantastic. Chubbing up now. Um, okay. Uh, sorry, Tyler. You're a good dude. Um, Did you have to chub up? Aren't you just full chub every time you have that shirt on? Yeah, every time. Every time. It's a synthetic, it's a synthetic Viagra. Uh, 
<laughs> Brian, do all of these people go to the same semifinals? Does does South mm -hmm. America and Africa only get one semifinal? Like the hey, you got to go to this gets one. one. South America gets one. Asia gets one. Oceania gets one. Okay, so they don't. They're they're not cool like us where they get a bunch of different ones to choose from. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so we did Asia. We did uh, South America. Let's do. We did Africa. Well, we're cruising. Okay, uh, Oceania. Mm -hmm. mm. You can do those too, Taylor, if you want. Mm. 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 <laughs> Oceania, actually. So this team uh, in first place here, CrossFit Cell. When I actually put a little uh, feature of them up on my Instagram story today, this is a team that I don't think was uh, was like really well known, and that's why I kind of didn't want to talk too much about the teams before this or during the competition even i just wanted to wait till it to finish up because we basically now know what the team rosters are and before quarterfinals we didn't obviously there's still some things that could change with alternates but we have a good idea this team has marnie sykes and madeline Schelling on it they were on army 64 that placed in the top 10 at the game last year now they're competing with this crossfit selwyn team this is a team out of new zealand by the way not australia can and you then, click them Susa? do something Susa. do something <laughs> And they've paired up with uh, Ben Fowler and Luke Fowler, who are two guys that I think if there were five spots available out for the men in Oceana, that especially Ben Fowler would have a, a good chance to maybe make it through there. Um, but they've decided to go on a team with these two women who I also think could be sneakily like into the four or five spot if they competed individually, even with the depth and caliber of the women in Oceana. So this is a pretty good team that I actually think has like outside podium potential at the games this year. Okay, I shouldn't have told him to click anything. Um, this, um, <laughs> when you say the fourth or fifth spot, you mean though in that region? You mean in Oceana? Yeah, like I don't think they can, you know, crack into the Tia and Cara's. Jamie and Ellie Turner are probably the next two, but they were like the three of the four athletes at least on their team. I think would have a chance of finishing in the top five individually in that continent if they competed as individuals. And the girls both competed at the games last year and made it into the top ten. And you know that you have to have strong women on your team to to excel at the games. And these guys, I think, are up and come. They're young, they're up and comers, and they're really good. And I actually think that, um, in the way we saw guys like uh, even like Pat Fellner who competed at the games before making it as an individual, this might be a really good opportunity for them to get some experience on the teams at a games while they're in their like really early twenties. And I think that in the next couple of years, you'll see Ben and Luke Fowler threatening for individual game spots as well. Um, Scroll down a little bit, Susan. I want to see where, how come I don't see any flag New Zealand are any of those flags New Zealand? Yeah, flags yeah, or? yeah. They look almost identical. So the main difference, the ones that have the big white star under the the red crossing, those are Australians. The red stars on the right are New Zealand. But okay, the, you have to zoom in a little to get, like see it. They look very similar. Let me see. Scroll all the way down. Is there anyone who's not New Zealand or Australia? No, and there's no way. I mean, the, all of the islands okay. could could be that, but. I don't think that there's any teams out of those um, small islands. What, what is this good New Zealand team I keep hearing about? Who's the best New Zealand that's team the on one. this list? Oh, that's it at the that's top. It. Okay, okay. I assume they were Australia. My bad. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, now they took fourth worldwide. Is that is that their deal? I think so. Okay. Okay. I think that th now there's there are other good teams here too. I mean, this team in third place, uh, CrossFit Urban. That's Catlin Vansell <laughs> and her husband, and Adam Mancy and his wife, that are very good. Um, they were also, I think, 10th at the games last year. And then the team in between them, uh, Christy Bishop is competing on that team. I think she's pretty good. And, um, so yeah, there's probably three or four teams. Our side is a good team. 
but there's they get three spots. So all the th- the three teams that qualify out of this region will be relevant at the games. Okay, so they get three. Oh, okay. So from here, they get three. Africa gets one. Asia and South America get two. Of all of those teams, the ones from Oceania are the ones that I think will be relevant. The rest of them, probably not. However, it's kind of a okay, got to see what happens with the teams in Asia. But these top twenty teams here that we're looking at, eleven plus nine more, they go to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Uh. Any of these teams out of the um, Tia's gym there or Cara's gym there? Or any we got CrossFit Frankston, Rob Forte's gym down in ninth. Is um, he on that team? I don't think so. I I have I feel like he might do Masters this year. I'm kind of waiting to see. Okay. And how about where Ricky trains? Uh, Benton. I don't think they have a team. Is, are these Fowler dudes related to the guy – there's a Fowler in the United States. I remember Brooke Ence went to go train with. I'm trying to remember Nick Fowler. He's the yes. coach of Brute Strength. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I thought Matt Torres was the coach of Brute Strength. They got a bunch of coaches. Yeah, Nick Fowler. Yeah, yeah, they have a bunch of coaches. Okay. All right. Not related. Just same last name. Uh, Sevon has the long COVID. No, no, no. Sorry, wrong one. Racist. That's a uh, – save that for uh, – Sevon has the long COVID, lots of brain fog. <laughs> Your mom has the long one. Um, okay. Let's uh let's move on to um man, individual teams are tough. Let's move on to Europe. <laughs> I can't we just like can we where's Rich Ronin's in North America, right? That's where I want to get that's where we're going, right? No, yeah. not not yet, not yet. We okay. gotta we, we need to take a stop in Europe for sure. Taylor's not Taylor's gonna miss the, the best part of the show. He has to go in one minute, he's gonna miss the Rich Fronin part. You gotta go, Taylor? <laughs> yeah, one man. It's 10 p.m. One minute. That's got to feed the thumb. You have one minute. You have one minute. Okay. Uh, we're here in Europe. Well, okay. So no surprise it's CrossFit Oslo, right? That's Is that where uh, Kristen Holt is playing? It's their days? gym. They have, two, okay. they, have, they have more than one team competing. But this is their top team. This is the girls uh, that competed with her at Wadapalooza. <laughs> Along with one guy that they've had last year, uh, Ivan, I think it's his first name. And then Nikolai Bilodal, who's probably the fittest guy in Norway still. Um, and this is a this is a podium contending team for sure. The CrossFit Nordic team in third is going to be better than they were last year, and they were a top ten team. CrossFit Reykjavik is obviously the team with Annie and all those guys that's been getting a lot of attention. Are you like, oh shit, they're fucked? No, no, no not at all. No, no, uh, no. I'm not worried about them at all. They're. Are you kind of like, wow, that's a, that's how good they are? They have a thirtieth and they're still in fourth. I mean, they got first in everywhere. Hey, what happened? What? Ha- how do you get a thirtieth? In four firsts. They're probably the only team that did the workout right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a burpee shuttle run workout. Um, I'm, I'm not worried about them at all. We'll just, just say that. I mean, I think that they are, they have their eyes set on one thing and they'll be there and contending for that thing. I was I, right before the show. When I was driving my kids home, I was w- listening to the Talking Elite podcast that they did on on um, what we're doing a day after them, and um, they had Con Porter on, and they were interviewing him in the first part of the show. And what he said was that they were being really, really meticulous about their movements and everything that they were doing, and that it ca- it caused them to like maybe slow down. They were trying too hard to be per- perfectionist or too per- precise. And I was wondering if that was when he said that I was getting like, I wonder if that's the Hiller effect. 
I wonder if like he's gotten into people's heads. That's what Alyssa thinks. Yeah, there you go. They're too, too worried, worried about, about that. that. I wonder, but but I don't really think that though. I I'm not. I'm just saying that just because I, I haven't talked in a while. But um, <laughs> for first place, it's like you know. Well, it also like, depends. You think about a team like that. They you know they might very well say. Uh, synchro burpees is something that can really mess teams up at the highest level. And we don't want to have that happen to us. So we're going to practice doing it perfectly now. And we're going to make that the priority. I mean, I'm just speculating. Whereas other teams that might be on the, you know, nervous about making it through to the next round, they might say, well, they didn't specify where our head has to be there. You know, we'll just risk stepping on the line. And if they give us a penalty, give us a penalty, but we're going to go all out for it here and see what happens. And if enough teams do that on that particular workout and you don't, then yeah, you could easily slide down the leaderboard. Taylor does team in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but if they take a 30, if they take a 30th at the games, they're toast though. You can't do that. Obviously not a 30th, but you can't, well, there'll be judges there. They won't have to worry about being so deliberate. They'll be uh, that'll be on the judges. Hey, did they have a video? Did they put out videos of their their stuff? Nope. Weak. Unlisted, baby. <laughs> Interesting. All right, okay. I gotta head out. Love you, dude. Thanks. See you. Thanks for being a target for comedy. You're a good dude. Come on anytime so we could just rip on you. <laughs> Mr. Thumb. They call him the thumb. The thumb. <laughs> I didn't really see a staying so short. I want to say something so crass. It's not even crass. It's just a, it's just not. It's just so inappropriate. I'll, I have to make a note and say it on the live call-in show tomorrow. <laughs> thumb. It's about the thumb. The thumb's a fascinating finger. You, you have to have it, right? But in your finest moments in life, it does not get used, which is fascinating to me. Okay, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh, right, Brian? It doesn't get used in some of the most fascinating moments in life, right? Hook grip. Uh, un- underutilized. <laughs> I guess you carry six pack with it or 12 pack, you know, Brian, you don't, get- Brian, you don't drink. Do you? Very rarely. Yeah. But when he does, he quit drinking in his sense of humor. Both went away <laughs> at the same time. He just, you out, you out. <laughs> get out. Okay. Uh, can't, can't, is that is you think Reykjavik can win the games? Uh, no, but I think they can get second. They can't, you think? And 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 does anyone on this list can get third? Do you see a third place? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't think that they're a lock for second by any means. I mean, I think that, um, besides that, I think that one <laughs> team in uh Oceania, CrossFit Oslo's team, CrossFit Nordic's team, CrossFit Reykjavik's team, and a Maybe uh, two to three other teams from North America all have a good podium potential this year. Okay. The hey, team I'm really curious about is this Spanish team. And I've mentioned okay. before that there keeps being a like influx of Spanish names and flags on the leaderboard. But they, That's the second place team right there, training culture? Yeah. Well, they were first place after the quarterfinals last year. And then they didn't compete in semifinals because some of their athletes decided to compete as individuals. I think based on the roster they have here that this team will compete in the semifinals. And I'm really looking forward to seeing them compete there because I wanted to see the first place team complete last year, obviously, and see if they could, you know, cause it's still an online competition. There's still some ele- obviously critical elements of teamwork that weren't tested here. So I want to see, th- I really want to see the Spanish team go up against some of these other teams and see how they look. Um, but there's a ton of good teams in Europe. The teams out of uh, the UK are pretty good. The CrossFit Porti team out of Finland is good. There's two other teams from Norway in the top 10. Um, Butcher's Lab's there in 11th. 
Uh, it'll be a, like this will be actually an interest. Like once the semifinals get seeded for teams, they, there will be teams in Europe also that don't make the games that are like would be fine and hold their own at the games. Maybe not in the top 10, but, you know, 15 to 30 range. You don't see another 30th place finish until you get to 11th place. So I guess that shows how great uh, CrossFit Reykjavik is that they can be in fourth place and have a 30th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I will tell you this about the Spanish team. Um, I bet you it's the best looking team. <laughs> I, I seriously, uh, I'm going to click on just one of their names. I'm going to click on this guy, Alexander Anaskazi. Did you I, know who he is? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Oh, I'm going to try this one. Oh, you gotta oh yeah. Game. Okay. You gotta go to uh, Nike, Nike Van Overville, obviously, by the way, is not um, Spanish. She's from the Netherlands. And she's probably one of the two fittest women in the Netherlands. I think we got her, the whole team here. Let's check this out. A, a picture of the whole team? I bet you they're so damn good looking. I mean, not that there's any really teams that aren't good looking. Yeah, look at them. Yeah. Just, just some beautiful people kicking ass. All Anything right. else about Europe teams? Uh, no, exciting though. I'm, I mean, we're getting closer to to the big guns. I'm I'm, I'm excited. Oh, I, I do. I don't want to forget to bring up these South America teams that got disqualified later on in the talk. I want to ask you at some point where where they would have. What's the best they could have done? So um, at the games, like like if you really gave like like, are they? Are, did we lose any top ten teams? No. No. I, I was gonna say. I mean. There's a lot like there are a lot of good teams with a lot of experience in team competitions from Europe and and the and especially in the United States. It's just and and in and in Australia and New Zealand. It's hard, like I don't think that the team competition that the world has uh I still think they're even further behind than some of the individuals in that regard. But All that right. team from South America, the Mayhem the Mayhem Libertad team that was supposed to be, that would have been a good team that I think had top 20 potential. At the games, at the games, what? Yeah, that's it's it's crazy. I, what's the most amount of teams any gym has ever gotten um, to the games? Uh, to the game, uh, uh, an affiliate, definitely two, probably three, is my guess. I feel like either Invictus or like Salt Lake City might have had two teams one year. Um, Mayhem usually has two. Mayhem's oh. definitely had two, but I think that there may have been some three teams. I want to take I want to take a short break, um, just uh, off subject here a little bit. There's this guy in the comments, and um, let me see if I can. Uh, his name's Dick Butter. This is not his account. Hold on. No, that is not. Let me see. Oh, I just started. Look at look at. Do not follow this guy. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not follow Dick Butter. Do not. Oh shit! I follow him. All right. Well, I'll tell you guys if he posts anything good. I just want to let you guys know that. Okay. Disgusting name. Inappropriate. Okay, let's go. Let's now. Now we. Now we go big time. Now we go big time. North America, Brian. I had a uh, as a kid. I had this beautiful glass bong, just a single chamber, sitting on my dresser. And and my mom walked in one time, and she thought it was a vase. She commented on it as being a nice vase. Did you really think it was a vase, or was yeah, she just- totally? And, and, uh, and what we- what brings this up is that I was able to talk about the thumb. I feel like in a matter that most people wouldn't understood, but then Chase or Bill understood it and commented. So, 
Well, now that we're bringing up the most uh, exciting part of the show here, we want to take a moment to thank Paper Street Coffee. Go to paperstreetcoffee.com at 40 minutes in. Ryan, did you get Paper Street Coffee? Yep. Did you get a shirt? No. Oh, jeez. We'll get you the shirt. Stand by. There was one of these stickers in there, though. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice. They just keep popping up everywhere. It's terrible. Did you put it on your car? (laughs) Put that on your ceiling. Put that on your ceiling. Under a bathroom mirror, so you could just brush it off. Um, Brian, any um, before we dig in here, any penalties anywhere assessed that you know of? Is isn't there some sort of penalty sheet that CrossFit uh, keeps for any of the teams? I don't think they've released anything about scoring adjustment for team workouts yet, and I don't think it's re, re, um, necessary or realistic for us to expect them to yet. I'm sure that they will release that eventually, and my hope is that they release it when it's finalized. Okay. You know. Um, okay. Um, uh, did they give us a date for that? I think that they're intending to finalize the team leaderboard this Friday. And so far on the three times that they've been intending to finalize something on a Friday, they've done it one of those three times. So I think, I think they'll probably be able to do it again this time though. Oh, that was convoluted. Um, okay. Were these workouts, are the, are the, are the team workouts cousins of the individual workouts? There's definitely some similarities, and that's okay. Obviously, there's uh, some stark differences. And, of course, like we mentioned, there's certain things that can't be programmed here in the capacity that you might want to, but uh, that's what the semifinals are for. And so considering everything, I, I basically agree with what all the other you know analysts and experts have said is that this was a pretty good uh, slate of workouts for individuals. And um, I really don't have anything like there's, I don't have anything critical to say about this, uh, this competition, the stage of competition, really. Well, then this show isn't going to rank very high in the YouTube. Uh, Patrick Clark says, have you ever seen Hobart and Dick butter in the same chat? <laughs> oh, wow. 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 That's how conspiracy. Know, but- we don't do conspiracy theories here. Uh, Patrick yeah. Clark says, um, uh, mayhem got a 32nd penalty for event two. Yes. That, that's the, uh, the, the, Shuttle runs and burpees. They might have got a penalty for stepping on a line. They might have got a penalty penalty for laying down when they weren't supposed to lay down, waiting for their partners to come back. And I'm sure that there'll be other penalties that come out, but I don't think it's going to have any significant effect on the leaderboard. Um, and how does he know that? Is there like some sort of like place he looks on the internet where he knows that, or he talked to someone at Mayhem? How do you know that? How does Patrick? How do people get these details? Mm. And that and and a lot of people. Yeah. And is this, is this, um, is, is that time 1141 that's with the penalty? Oh no, sorry. He said, sorry, event number one. Okay. That would make more sense then. And where they have an 856. Uh, event one. Yeah. There's a sorry. lot of synchro yeah. stuff. So thank you, Patrick. I think that was the dumbbell workout. So maybe they got a penalty for hip extension or something. Okay. Um, when we spoke to rich on the show, were you on that show, Brian? No, you weren't on that show. Um, no, no, it wasn't Rich. It was oh yeah, it was Rich. Rich said this is the best team mayhem team that's ever existed. Does that also mean, in your opinion, Brian, this is the best team ever that's- to step on the floor at the CrossFit Games? Andrea Probably. and Andrea Nissler, yeah. uh, Taylor Williamson, Rich Froning, and Samuel Cornway. Yeah, once they do that, then I think so. Once that once they make it there. Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't want to. We don't want to. It's like tennis. I mean, I don't want to. It's going you know, out. You don't call it out until it hits. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like you know, 
obviously the hacks packs teams were very good and won two years in a row but it's a different era it's a different generation obviously the team of wasatch that beat mayhem in 2017 was an incredibly good team <laughs> uh, all six of their athletes were phenomenal that year and they i mean mayhem was like first second first second on every event on the weekend the problem was so was wasatch and like they were, they were just like slightly better than them and very good team but i think that yeah, we've long said that, you know, Andrea and Taylor are the kind of the best or most lethal duo of women in the team competition and have been for the last really five years, probably. Um, Rich is obviously the best male team competitor that we've ever seen. And uh, Sam Cornoye is, uh, you know, he's got incredible potential as an individual and he's choosing to compete on the team this year. Whereas the, the previous members of that team, as good as they are, Chase Hill and Dre Strom were nowhere near the level of individual athlete that Cornway was. And there are some workouts where that individual prowess like really matters. And then as long as he can, you know, fit in on the team stuff, the synchro stuff and the, um, like the worm stuff, which he's in, in the perfect environment to practice that he's clearly a step up from those guys. Who, who was on that Wasatch team in 2017? I always I, I always struggle to remember all of them. But Adrian Conway, uh, uh, Mitch Spute was on that team. The girls are all so good. I should definitely know their names, and I feel bad that I don't. And the and the um, don't the don't worry. I'm sure Suze is on Fu- it. Brennan Fjord was the third guy, I think. I'm sure Suze is on it. And the, and those were six man teams. Yeah, yeah, three men, three women. Um, people in the comments are saying that basically Rich hates a pistol. A lot of the athletes aren't huge fans of pistols. And I mean, they are, you know, they are extremely demanding on obviously the knees, especially, but, um, you know, I think it's for the best athletes in the sports. It's like one of those things where you don't do them that often, but you just keep like, you know, you know, they're going to come up in some competitions occasionally. Are, are, are anybody who are on, uh, Adrian Conway, Mandy, Jan, Janowitz, Tiffany Hendrickson, Brennan, Oh, I remember him. Hey, bring up a picture of that guy, Brennan Fjord. He looks almost like uh he's a Chippendale, right? He, he looks like a G.I. Joe's type guy. Yeah, totally. He's a freak. Okay. Hey, was he on Hack Pack? No, this was a Wasatch team from 2017. But I mean before at any time? Brennan? I'm, I don't know. I Adrian was. They had a team. Uh, Tommy Hackenbrook had this girl on the team. And I remember we were at the, yeah, yeah, this guy's a savage. Yeah, yeah, I think this guy was on one of Tommy Hackenbrook's teams. He might have been, yeah. They had a girl on the team, and and it was at semifinals, and it was like in a city south of Denver somewhere. Oh, go figure. His wife's hot too. That's weird. And um, they, the, the girl in between the events would go breastfeed her kid, and they won. It was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. I fully approve of that. Can you imagine? That must have just been like salty, like salty and sweet. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, but yeah, that guy built Ford tough. Yeah, he he's a savage. Is that guy still competing? Are any of these people on this team still competing, Brian? Adrian Conway is in the Masters division. He podiumed last year behind uh, Hobart and Casper Bauer. And... Um, uh, Mitch Spute, <laughs> he was actually one of the guys who had a really, uh, really good score on workout number three that ended up getting taken off the leaderboard in North America men that I didn't, uh, I didn't know. I haven't seen his name otherwise than that in a while. This year? Mm-hmm. 
Yes, he had a posted time of 13.02 at one point, but it, then he has received a penalty like a lot of other guys. I thought it did. actually could be a legitimate score because I recognized his name, but it got penalized eventually. Did they do? Did he only do half the shuttle runs? Was it that same issue? We can find out probably. The uh, Yeah, Conway's score. a savage. Hey, can he beat Hobart? Okay, different. It show. says yes. Different it says show. completed half the uh, required shuttle runs. But okay. they still haven't updated this um, – scoring adjustments list completely there's penalties that we know that were assessed and people that still aren't on that list so it's not a perfect um, resource yet okay and, and we'll talk about some of that as soon as we're done here with north america and and i want to just really quick just a quick two second can is adrian conway is that master spot going to be a battle between adrian conway and james hobart is that what we're looking at 35 to 40 and others there will be more than two uh there'll be more like it's going to be a tough field so there's guys coming up from the bottom who are oh, yeah. going to be savages this year. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. Sam Dancer at the forefront probably. Oh, right, right. We got to get him on the show. Oh, I think we have – we should get Sam Dancer on, and I think we had Bethany Shadburn and Christy Aramo all, like, on the hook. Like, we threw lines into their water, like they looked at our hook, and we tried to reel them in, but we I think we we didn't get them. But they're close. No, we, yeah, they're there. They're, they're there. there, okay. We see them? We, we netted them and put them in a bucket? Yeah, they're in the, they're in the scope. Okay, good, good. All right, let's go back to North America. Uh, th- this is fun. This is going to be great to look at. Are are these people? Th- th- this is a whole different league of animals, right? Right here. Let's let yeah. Let's just so obviously, Mayhem Freedom. We talked about CrossFit Invictus's team. This is a very good team. Um, CJ Martin, still the guy over at Invictus. He's yeah. The man. So this is Joshua Chama. He was like seventh in Europe in the individual quarterfinals. Jorge Fernandez actually finished like thirteenth in North American quarterfinals for men. I think he's improved from last year. And they have Brittany Weiss, who's been a part of their team for a while. Came out of Chapel Hill CrossFit in North Carolina and moved out there several years ago. And Devin Kim, who is very very talented, strong young woman. So this is a very strong team for sure. Top ten contenders at the game for sure. Mayhem Independence will be good. Um, the team CrossFit PSC in fourth place, I think. Nick who's, Apple, who's on that independence team? Sorry, just really quick. Luke Parker, and I can't remember the other guy, some weird guy. I don't know. And then um, Andrew. Oh, Nistler it's, it's and Angelo. Sasha Angelo's on oh, that team? Oh, yeah, Angelo. Yeah, he's probably slacking off on a cruise somewhere. <laughs> no, they'll, yeah, they'll be fine. This is a very good showing for them, obviously. Um, I'll be excited to see them. Uh, you know, it's a big deal to be able to, to move the worm well. I would expect all the Mayhem teams will do that. So I'm looking forward to seeing especially that independence team. And then there's third team justice who's sitting there in seventh place at semifinals where we can see, um, see how they handle some of those implements that you can't test in the online quarterfinal stage. But Give me I, one second. Give me one second. Give me one second. Sorry. I want, I want to make sure I don't, we don't overlook these guys. Is this the Invictus team right here? Oh, uh, well, that is two of the, no, that's only actually one. Brittany Weiss in the top right is the only one of those four that are competing on their top team this year. Okay, so this is an old picture. No, it says three days ago. It says meet the rest of the Invictus team competing in the team quarterfinals this weekend. Oh, so they have multiple teams. This is their other team. This is uh, yeah. Where is their other team? Because that's I think. Let's see, I think I got it. I think that's that's Eric Carmody for sure. Is that who are they tagged on here? Think of all the big oh, names really? that have come out of Invictus. Josh I think that's Bridges. Allison Weiss. I think that's Brittany's younger sister that's competing on that team. Who's come out of it? Josh Bridges, uh, Camille uh, LeBlanc-Bazinet, um, uh, Lauren Fisher, yeah. Garrett Fisher. I- I'm sure I'm missing some. This so- is their top team. Okay. Oh, they're a little blurry. 
And their second team is unconquerable. And yeah, that's Eric Carmony, Allison Weiss, Lalo Torres, and Emily Rethwell. Any are those any of those former individual athletes? I think Allison Weiss won the games as a teenager one year. Eric Carmody's, uh, you know, I don't know if he ever made the games maybe once, but he's very recognizable. I really like this picture. I really like this picture. Which one? The one where the, the dudes are just waiting their turn. It's just cool. It just shows like that, that it's on, right? Like, and then they're going to, the dudes are going to do that. And those chicks are going to go stand over there and watch them be like, don't fuck up. <laughs> and that's basically what you're saying the whole time, right? Pretty much. All right, cool. Sorry, Brian. Okay, let's go back to the board. Sorry. Who were the two girls on on the Mayhem Independence team with Angelo and Luke? Anyone I know? Yeah, Sasha Navis and Alexis Johnson. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Alexis Johnson, she was was an individual for like Misfits or something? Mm -hmm. Many years. She also competed. uh, She's been, she's competed on teams before. She's extremely well-rounded and experienced. Why? Well, isn't Sasha Navis an individual athlete? Last year she was. Is, is this like her saying that she's done individual or is it more like a Samuel Cornwall? I just dip your foot in for a year and then come out. I think that. I okay. think that. Okay. All right. Sorry. So CrossFit uh, PS. And I kind of actually kind of like that decision for someone like her because, you know, like it or not, like tr- international travel isn't, isn't like kind of a, a nuisance these days and competing on the teams. She doesn't have to travel back to, to South America for a competition, whereas someone like Guimayeros will. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a, that's a great point. Holy cow. That's a great point. It's just less stress for her in, in the yeah. course of the season than she'd have to deal with otherwise. And wow. there's a, and there's no guarantee that she makes it like there's, you know, the women's field <coughs> in South America has a couple other really, really good women that could potentially bump her out. They only get two spots competing on that team. She's almost guaranteed to make it. So this really is an affiliate competition. Everyone on the team could be from Canada, but if you're training in the United States, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. So we saw that I Spanish like that. team had a woman from the Netherlands on their team. Right, right. And the teams in Dubai, none of the like maybe one of the four athletes are actually from the UAE. The other ones are just international athletes that are coaching at that gym. I wonder if you even need and you probably don't even need one person, right? Mm-mm. Okay. All right, cool. I mean, Joshua Alchama, he's from the UK. He's and he's living in LA and competing in, on Invictus's team. I was just thinking, what if all four were from a foreign land? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you think uh, so that's usually the case with the UAE teams? Right, right. Do you think we could see two mayhem teams on the podium this year? I don't think so. I think that the team competition is too deep. Otherwise, mayhem independence will be good, and I think that they'll. Mike, if I had to see them right now, which I still think it's way too early to do, I would say they're like a six to ten team. Wow, that's still pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 Very good. So, so there are, there are three mayhem teams in the top seven. Yeah. They got justice down here. And who's on yeah, this but justice this was, team? Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, the justice team has, um, Ben Davidson. Then there's a young guy. I think Seth is his name. Seth Stovall, maybe, uh, Aniston, something is one of coach at mayhem. And then I don't know why I'm blanking on the other woman's name, but she's actually Jessica Kalagian, I think. And she uh, made the semifinals last year as an individual. Yes. And she's Ar- and she sounds Armenian. 
Yeah, no, uh, this is a good team. I mean, Ben's been on the cusp of making it as an individual. Jessica did. Like I said, Anison coaches at their gym. I don't know for sure, but I think <laughs> they probably have pretty high-level coaches at that gym. And Seth Stovall is a pretty, pretty good, talented young uh, athlete. So this is a solid team. But I want to, like I said, I want to see, like I'm not that surprised that they did great in this environment. You know, um, there's there were a lot of, there were, this was a good team test, but there's still things that need to be tested. So I, while I think that they'll do well at the uh, semifinal, you know, based on their fr- finish here, you would expect them to finish like second place at the semifinal they go to. And I think it's more realistic to see them finish like fourth place at the semifinal they go to. This team. No, this is just, that wasn't the team. I know, but the team that she's on justice. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at her too. I was just thinking she looks like she's cut from the same cloth as uh, Taylor and Andrea Nistler. I don't know why I think that, but just like look at some of the pictures of her. She looks like she could be a sister, like the, mm-hmm. the third sister in the group. She sure as hell don't, doesn't look Armenian, <laughs> but she got an Armenian name. But she's strong like an Armenian weightlifter. Wow. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, Brian, sorry if you answered this already while well, I the pictures. So you do think all three will make it to the games? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I think and that'll like be a I first said, time. And that'll be a first. I don't know that for sure. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the, the board and check that out. And, and, and even if it is, it's possible that CrossFit <laughs> Oslo could send three teams this year as well. Yeah. Wow. And Invictus could send two. I mean, it's yeah. So anyway, um, I, want, I just, this uh, team in fourth is like the top Canadian team here. I really think the team in 13th is probably the overall best Canadian team when things are done at the games, CrossFit Pro in Montreal. But this PSC team has a guy in it. I think his name is Nick Anapolsky or something like that. Um, and he did really well in the Open. Caitlin Anapolsky is also on that team. Anyway, this brother, is a, brother and sister or married? I should know that because I actually had a, a conversation with him on Instagram and he's really reached out to me as a nice Nice guy, nice gesture, um, but I'm not sure. But Did you guys is, hear that? If you reach out to Brian and you're semi, you're in the top ten, you will get mentioned. If you're not in the top ten, you might like, like Taylor Self's just charity work, just charity. Anyway, um, this was an, I was impressed by their performance, and especially kind of when you look at the points there, you see the top three teams have a lot less points than them, and then there's a twenty point gap after them to the next team, which is CrossFit Move Fast Lift Heavy, which is Christian Harris's team obviously a good team. So that's a pretty impressive performance. And it's a team out of Canada that I'm intrigued with after the semifinals, all the teams, uh, Trina, all the teams with the American flags are uh, diversity, equity, inclusivity. That's what the American flag stands for. It's the only country. I know you know that already, but it's the only country with this melting pot of people who get along so well. The only one on this planet. It's a great place. Um, Brian, anything surprising in this list, anything in, 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 are, like even even are you surprised Mayhem got a fifth? No, or, or, no, no. I mean, um, especially if we know that they were assessed a penalty. And the other thing is, we don't know. Like, there could still be more penalties assessed. This is not a finalized leaderboard. But at the end of the day, it's not like if they got all fifths, I wouldn't even be that concerned about it. Uh, and why is that? Why not? Because this is just checking a box for them. It is. So this is an this is another open. Uh yeah, damn it. Uh, it, for that work- for that team in this competition, yeah, for sure. Eighty teams get through. I mean, they could have done it backwards and made it. Right. Um. Is that is that workout one the one with the pistols? 
maybe. Okay, because that's the word. That's the move that like 10, 10 or twenty people in the comments were just piling in. Rich hates pistols, so I'm curious if if he was the excuse me weak link in that one. I'm um, going back to um. I do want to oh, say that this comment that Breakfast Talk just put in about NorCal's team from 2015, they yeah. should should definitely be mentioned in amongst the best teams that we've ever seen at the games. Oh, that's yeah, the team, Kalipa, that uh, Miranda. Who mm-hmm. else was on that team? Man, I'm not 100% uh, sure. I think Ben Alderman maybe. Uh, I don't know, but they were very, very good. I think it that was, was your uh, Miranda hurt her knee and they didn't let her continue, right? Yep. They'd already made the top 10, so they ended up finishing 10th, kind of by, but they basically forced them to DQ the last several workouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was, I, w- I was, that was heated. That was gnarly. There's some great behind the scenes footage of that, of Dave and um, Jason talking. That, that conversation got nasty. Mm-hmm. And now they're friends. Now Jason goes to Dave's ranch and sh- they shoot guns. Perhaps it's an exclusive content that you will see only on our newsletter. Subscribe on your email. <laughs> yes, yes. You may or may not be able to see them. Uh, do you do you think that team can beat um, uh, uh, Rich's team this year, that NorCal team, Brian? Well, it was a team of six and this is a team of four, so it's a little different. But I think even if you took the top four from that team against this Mayhem team, probably not. But we're, but 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 you still respect the comment. Yeah, yeah. I was just when I was like thinking about the best teams in history and relevant, you know, relation to your question. I should have remembered them, and so I appreciated that he brought them up. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Let's look at the. Uh, let's look at the worldwide. Are we done? Can we look at the worldwide? Sure. So this will be if if CrossFit Mayhem Freedom wins the games this year, they will be six times they've won it. Yeah, and and all six times Rich has been on the team. Yeah. Do the teams have to declare a team captain? You know, they used to. I remember in 2016, it was actually was was kind of cool that they brought the captains out on the floor of the top 10 teams for the announcement of the final workout. And it was, of course, there were some men and some women that were the captains of the of the teams, but it was just kind of cool to see. I mean, I'd, I'd watch the team competition in person that year more than any other year. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know all the teams as well as obviously the top teams, but like, uh, just to see which representatives that they chose after watching him compete was kind of cool. So I actually wouldn't, I like the fact of having a team captain. And I also like the fact of kind of knowing who it is in a situation like that. Is, is, is Yami coaching? Is he the official? Like, have you heard anyone say he's the coach? I think everyone says he's the coach. Okay. So he's the coach. And is he also Katrin's coach coach also? It seems like he's coaching Katrin and BKG for the most part right now. They're all seemingly training together. And who is BKG's um, uh, Bjorkvin's uh, coach last year? Do we know? What, what, I, that's a good question. I don't know who his coach has been. Was that guy um, the guy? Uh, uh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Christian Gabby Magawa's coach, John What's Singleton. He, oh, see, why do I always want to call him Christian? John Singleton. Was he ever BKG's coach? Hmm, maybe. I mean, he helped coach Sarah for a, a year or two, and. I know right. that BKG and Sarah have trained together a lot. It's like weird. It's like bothering me now that I don't know who's BKG's coach formally or who has it. I apologize. I retract the question, Your Honor. I pulled okay. the question from the someone. Patrick Clark will tell us in a second. Yami was last year as well. See, look, there he is. I'm trying to see if I can find. Uh, Patrick, please go to the Seven Podcast website at the bottom. You'll say job openings and apply for uh, games and analysts. Please, thank you. 
Head over to barbelljobs.com. Oh, is that where we? Is that where we have our? Is that where we have our? I'm just trying to fit them in. I'm just trying to fit them in. Here we go again with Brian assuming people's gender. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I just like it. Divert all your attacks to Brian, please. Enough attacking me. Um, Okay, so worldwide leaderboard um, of of these teams uh, who are on. Can we go all? Let's scroll down really quick to the bottom. So we were wondering, I had a couple questions. Did anyone in a, tell me if you see anything from Asia or Africa? Yeah. 28th is the, that's the Russian team. But I think you're asking about South America. No, no, America. the 28th is that's Europe though, right? That's Asia. Asia. Okay. But I think you're asking about Africa and South America. Okay. Africa and South America. Right. Do 41 is also Asia and there's nothing. In, otherwise there's nothing in the top 50 from the, from those areas. What about that flag right there? That green and black one. That one's from the. Uh, That's middle- Dubai, UAE. And, and, and what region are they? Africa? Asia. Asia. Okay. Okay. Um, go, go to page two. Let's see when that happens. I want to see when South America pops in here. Okay. South America and Africa. When do they come into the story? They're South America. I don't know how. That's all they. No, no. Uh, 65. 65. Brian is sitting there wondering why he still does this podcast. <laughs> that, that, it's funny that's my mantra in my head constantly when i look at ryan that's why i, I try not to look at him i'm like okay don't look at him uh, uh okay 65 that okay no oh yeah okay and that's south africa so that's the first time we have a team from either south africa or south america 65 but and and how many teams go to the games 38 38 africa gets one okay and South America's top team is in ninety eighth. Okay, let's see that. Let's see where the next two. South African team is. Okay, it's fine. I don't need to go past that. Interesting. Okay, so that team's going right there from South Africa. No, not necessarily because they were pretty. I mean, they did win all five workouts, so you'd think that they're they're definitely the favorites. But the two teams behind them were basically second and or third in every other workout. So those three teams will be the only teams that have a chance. Sevon is too <laughs> pussy to have Andrew on the show. Did they spell two right? Is two, two, two pussy? I don't think that was the right one. Oh, wait. Yes, it was. Okay. All right. Christy, um, girls don't use words like that. <laughs> yes, that is the closest. You Thank go. you for sponsoring the show, Andrew. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's go back up to the top. Let's go back to number one. Um, Ma'am. And anything stand out on page one for you, Brian? Anything you're worried about? Anything? I, I know you've already kind of said, hey, for the best teams in the world, this is kind of the quarterfinals are kind of just like the open for them. They're checking the box. They're fine-tuning the machine. So so, so we, we still no, don't just, know anything, I right? just, you know, I look at the top 20 or 30 teams, and there's a lot of different countries represented. Um, <coughs> and and that's what we saw last year in the team competition was, you know, about half of the teams in the top 10 and maybe in the third or or. 40% of the teams in the top 20 were, uh, you know, international teams. And this is, it's cool to see that there's you know, a variety of different flags on the leaderboard and all of these teams are very good on the top 10 or 20 here. Um, and I think that even, although the order might shift around a lot, these are, you know, this was a pretty well programmed series of workouts that these are generally going to be the teams that are going to be most competitive at the games too. A couple will drop out and a couple will probably move in, but I'd say like 16 of the top 20 teams here are probably also 16 of the top, 25 at least 25 teams in the world 
Okay. L- let me propose this idea to you. And I think I got this from Tommy and Sean. And if I didn't, I'll take the credit. But but if I did get it from them, I want to give them the credit. Often you've said that there are athletes who perform well in person, live sh- shows, and then there's people who perform well um, through these online competitions. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you've more than alluded to the fact, but we'll get it clear right here, that m- most athletes, it's better to do live competitions. They prefer that. That's yeah, if there's, a, if there's an uh, yeah, if there's an athlete that tells me they'd rather do an online competition than live competition, then I'm I'm just not that interested in that athlete. They're cheating. I know <laughs> people want to see live sports. You, right. you want to okay. be great. You need to perform under the pressure when the lights are on, when the audience is there, with limited amount of time to prepare. That's the atmosphere. That's the environment, and that's the athletes that I want to see. For sure. Uh, um, <clears throat> I think that. Um, I think one of the the subjects, and I, and I like this topic that Tommy and Sean were talking about, and I don't want to misrepresent it, and I apologize to them if I'm misrepresenting it, but they were basically saying that it, it will be different for the teams to do this live with each other, these things that require synchronization. And so I got the impression that live will even, is even more impactful for teams, but actually the opposite. It's actually more of a chance that like they'll fuck shit up. Whereas an individual might thrive with the crowd, a team might that might be where they they come apart. Like they get out of sync. They like like bad shit can happen live that wouldn't necessarily happen with online, or online would give them another chance. And I bring this up in relationship to the fourth place team, this CrossFit Selwyn, because this is pretty crazy, right? This is a team out of New Zealand who's sitting fourth place in the world in the quarterfinals. I have no concerns about this team. There are other teams all around them that I have more concerns about. About what about showing up live and being able to sync the worm and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so so that's a legit team. I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Coming coming out of this, I might want to get on their bandwagon. Do they have anyone cool like Colton Mertens on the team or anything? Yeah, I would one hundred percent recommend and inviting uh, the the girls from that team onto your show. Not the dudes. They don't have a dude who's four. No, four. they'd be fun too. But I I just don't I don't know them as well. But the Marnie and Madeline are very they're awesome. They have they have Fowlers on there. Yeah. They have two Fowlers, right? Yeah, you could invite yep. the whole team. Why not? Are those guys married, Luke and I Ben? Like, uh, I think they're like 21 and 19 years old or something like that. So they got married young together. No, I mean, are they married together? Are they a couple? <laughs> can't, can't assume I can't, anything. I can't these get days. you on track tonight at all. <laughs> You're just completely out. reckless. <laughs> completely <laughs> I've had COVID twice this month. I've had COVID twice this month. You've had it the whole month. Um, I, 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 okay, let's go back to, let's go back to the list. I'm excited about the teams more than ever is, is, is even though you think I'm being reckless, it's crazy. These shows are ruining me. They're making me more and more interested in, in, in the, I'll say this. I wasn't that interested in the quarterfinals team competition, but I am interested in, in some of the semifinal competitions and I will definitely be interested come the games. Right. And you, but you kind of have to be interested now if you want to be interested in the games, don't you? You have to well, start. The reason now. I wasn't interested Just in work. the quarterfinals is because as we talked about, like such a high percentage of them move on. So I wasn't, it wasn't like a lot of, for me, it didn't feel like a lot of drama around the cut line. And then, uh, you don't know the makeup of the teams necessarily prior to the quarterfinals. After the quarterfinals, now we have a good picture of what the team competition will look like continent by continent as well as globally. So now is the 
for me is this is the time to start investing into the team competition. Okay. Um, those scores have changed since we've been watching. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm sure that I, I'm sure that they're reviewing uh, videos and making. Because didn't we come on here earlier and I said that they had three teams that were in the top seven, maybe that was, that was in North in America, North America. Okay. So they here they have three teams. CrossFit Mayhem has three teams in the top nine. Mm-hmm. And, and this um, CrossFit Move Fast Lift Heavy, that's Christian Harris's team. He was on the podcast, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, him and Will Carter are back. They've revamped the women from last year, I think. I think it's Nicole Soto and Winter Nicolette Rodriguez this year. How do you know all of this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if it were on every weekend and you were hearing people talk about it, I could get it. But that means you had to like go through and look at their teams. Yeah, and it's really crazy. I, I can't explain how some of this stuff just sticks in my head. But sometimes I'm like, oh, he might ask me about this. Let me look at it. I look at it once and I just remember it. All right. Okay. Um, Brian, c- can I ask you some questions about semifinals? Yeah, definitely. Especially it's a great day to talk about semifinals because they sent out the invites today. They did. They did. It, what, what does that mean exactly? Tell me, how, how does that, what, what does that mean they sent out invites? So um, the leaderboard was announced as finalized. The worldwide leaderboard? No, no, for the quarterfinals for individuals, the okay. worldwide and continental leaderboards were announced as finalized. Mm-hmm. And then CrossFit began contacting athletes who were in qualifying spots. And my understanding is they even contacted some athletes outside of the qualifying spots that would be likely backfill candidates. And the main reason that they contacted them initially was my understanding. Again, it was to ask two questions. One was preference for semifinal for North America and Europe, where they actually have multiple semifinals that they could choose from. And secondly, uh, to ask if there were any travel restrictions that the athlete had for whatever reason. And a good example of that would be if you're a uh, United States citizen who has chosen to not get vaccinated, I don't think you could compete at the Atlas Games. I think that you have to have a vaccine, to probably ma- all the vaccines to travel to Canada. So that that was a, thought a good move by CrossFit to reach out to the athletes and ask for that so that they wouldn't end up in a situation where they accidentally seed someone in that semifinal who will be unable to travel there. You know what I hope? I hope that there's so many athletes that aren't vaccinated that, that like no one can go to the Atlas games. It's like six dudes. You know, what's fascinating, Brian. I had David Taylor on today. He's a gold medalist uh, in the 2021 uh, Tokyo Olympics. He's a, a Penn state NCAA champion, uh, high school champion, all four years, junior high champion, stud wrestler, right? Gold medal in the Olympics. They didn't make him take – he didn't have to get the vaccine to go to Tokyo. Would you have ever thought that? I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I mean, I don't know what's uh, – you know, if you, if you know the right people, like can you just make it work? Like if you have enough money, can you just pay it off? Like I'm sure there, if you're flying on a private plane and you take a COVID test when you land, maybe there's just ways around it. Uh, so who knows? But, I mean, it's – Yeah, it's backyard. Possibilities are endless. Right. I bet the Atlas Games doesn't happen again. Um, well, that, I, I think the Atlas Games will happen. <coughs> really, and obviously, everyone wants them to happen. It would be very, it would be 
I talked about it when they first made that announcement that it was risky to choose that competition this year. Not that Canada is 100% deserving to have a semifinal, but this year there were inherent risks of having one there that, that don't exist in certain parts of the United States. But as we said, it's like, it's difficult to find uh, someone who can actually run these events and, in, in you know, especially with short notice. So who run, who, where are the Alice games? Montreal. And it's, I think it's Alexi LeBlanc Bazinet, Camille's brother who runs that event. Wow. It's God, it's a small world. Well, awesome. Good on him for doing that. Montreal is a cool town or it used to be. And uh, yeah, and that'll be, I mean, it'll be, if, if they're able to put it on there, it'll be a great competition for sure. Well, very well run. No, <laughs> just no, just no, Peter. Ah, uh, opened up. <laughs> sure. There's a there's a word for that. I don't know what it Peter is. is. Peter's inviting us to Canada. You know what I'm oh shoot! I started playing the brawless girl again. Okay. Um, so, so, um, Brian, how many semifinals invitations, how many semifinal individual athletes worldwide are there? 300 men, 300 women. Okay. And do we think that 600 and some change invitations went out? The change being no. the backfills? So those were well, the thing I first talked about. That was like a survey. Where's your preference for the, and that was not for all th- the athletes because the ones in the minor continents don't have to answer that question. And if there's any travel restrictions. So that happened. Then uh, some kind of seeding process happened. And this is, I think, something that a lot of people are asking questions and wondering about. And I'm working on some things in relationship to this as well. But this is in section 4.03 of the CrossFit Games rulebook. It's basically three sentences. And it says, more or less, well, it says that the seeding seeding and placement of athletes will happen prior to invitations being sent out. And so that would imply that when the invitations are sent out today, that you're not being invited to just semifinals, but you're being invited to a specific semifinal. And that happened. It also says that the seeding process will happen um, in a fair and equitable way. (laughs) And it says that the main factors they'll consider are quarterfinal rankings and geography. For ranking? Quarterfinal rankings and geographical location are the two primary things that they'll consider when making sure that the distribution of seedings and placements is fair and equitable. Seedings and placements for semifinals. Ta- but you're talking about in, in, in the roster, you're not talking about seedings and placements in terms of which semifinal you'll go to. You're talking no, about that like, is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. They're not going to send someone from Florida up to Montreal. Why not? From, cause that wouldn't be fair and equitable. Fair and by including the words fair and equitable <coughs> there, you're basically just uh, appeasing someone. It doesn't actually mean anything. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Come to the dark side. It's not a dark side. It's just a real side. I know. That's I what we just mean. say real shit. Okay. Um, so I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think how far we, how much, what is the date for the, for the first uh, semifinal? This is a question you ask every time. May 20th. I know. May 20th. I have to ask every time. That's the best part of the show that I don't know anything. That's why the show gives so much good information. And and those are three weeks long this year? Four weeks. Four weeks. You were hoping it would be three weeks. That was one of the um I would love it to be two weeks. Feedbacks you gave. Look, there's someone um there's someone from a company called Bone Media. Carlos. Bone Media. Okay. And um 
why didn't why don't they just send them out to everyone? Why why are they doing this? Are you still talking about the surveys or now you're talking about the invitations? Both, either or. I'm having trouble distinguishing between the two. <laughs> the sur- <laughs> they they take a survey of the athletes that could potentially be competing in semifinals. They factor that into the seeding process. They place for we're just talking, let's just talk about North America. There are 120 men in North America. They place 30 of them in each of the four semifinals. The main factors that they're considering per the rule book are their quarterfinal ranking, their geographical location, and then we can assume that they're also factoring in the survey answers that they sent up. And now, what are those and what are those answers? The, to- the only questions? two questions that I know of that were, they were asked is what's your order of preference for semifinals? Rank are of you- one, two, three, four. And are you back? Do you have any travel limitations? So, are you vaccinated? <laughs> no, you could not have a passport. You could be That's an true. American citizen that doesn't have be, a passport. Hey, do you, you need one of those special driver's party. license to fly now? I don't, I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, in California? Uh, you, all states, I think. Do you have one of those? Brian? Yes. Oh, do you have one, Sousa? One of the new licenses? Yeah, a license that's like you need it if you want to fly. Like I got the old license. What, what are you, the cops or something, man? Why are you asking me these questions? Okay. Um, and, and, and Brian, um, is, is there anywhere online where we can see who started landing well, you where? Should read this co- you should read this quote. So I, I might have been wrong about that or misinformed about that. Uh, Patrick Vellner. Is this a real Patrick Vellner? We don't know. This is the problem. This is the problem with these. <laughs> Please identify yourself. Patrick Vellner. I'm going to need to see some digital ID. The survey <laughs> they sent to athletes as part of an unofficial invite did not have the order of preference as a question. But it did have the travel limitations question. Okay, thank you, Patrick. Feldman. Oh, the real ID—that's what it, that's what you're talking about. I think I think we're supposed to have that now. It me. Oh, he's drunk. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Okay. <laughs> What's going on here? Is that the real Brett Fikowski? How do we know? How do we know? <clears throat> okay. Um do we do we see do, have we seen has anyone landed anywhere Brian? Brian just saw something very interesting. Has anyone landed anywhere like do we can we know for yeah. sure that Yeah, so basically this is cool actually. You know, CrossFit's updating the leaderboards for the semifinals as athletes presumably register or you know they I assume they have to accept and register. I don't know which of those two things makes them, their name appear on the leaderboard, but names are populating and names have been continuing to populate as we've been doing the show, which I just saw one, which was Mitchell Stevenson, who registered for the Mac, which was surprising because I thought he would compete with his team, but it appears that he's not. How, how do I do that? I go to semifinals? Yeah, and you just you can just go to Syndicate Crown. It's the first one, and it's in they're in um, chronological order of how they'll happen okay. during the the month of semifinals. Wow, fantastic! And so so. Okay, so these if if the if their names are in here, that means that these people have responded. Yeah, they've responded yes to competing at this semifinal. Wow, that's awesome! Kudos to CrossFit for doing this. By the way, CrossFit raised its prices today. I'm going to talk about this tomorrow for the L1. First first time ever. As far as I know, it's about it's about time. I did the math um, today, and and if if they, if the L1 if they would have raised it three percent. Um, every year for the last 15 years, it would be $1,558. 
and it's still only $1,150. I highly recommend everyone take it. You have to go out and take your L1. You have to. But I'm going to tell you, raising the price isn't a big deal, but it's someday that thing gets in the wrong hands, and they're going to tell you not to squat below parallel, and the whole thing is going to be ruined. They're going to tell you to have a monster energy drink. Wow, look at these people. This is awesome. James Sprague. <laughs> James, if you send James, if you want to wear one of my shirts uh, in semifinals, um, you would have to send me a text and beg, and then I, I might send you a couple of them. I'm just, I don't want to be like Andrew. Andrew Hiller was frowning upon the fact if you ask athletes to wear. Seven, your pull shirt. up or, or Matt, pull up the North the Mac North American men list men's list. And obviously, Ooh. these lists are not full yet. There's still going to be people who accept these invitations. But already in this field, we have oh, – we can start at the top there. I mean, you've got um, – What city is this in, Brian? The MAC? Is this Tennessee, Nashville? Na- uh, Knoxville, Knoxville or Nashville. Okay. We already see a lot of good guys, but primarily Cole Sager, Spencer Panchik, Dallin Pepper, Noah Olson, and Saxon Panchik. Wow. He's, that's already five guys that if they make the games, all five of them have top 20 potential at the games with a you know strong likelihood of maybe two pushing into the top 10 um, and, and possibly more. So is, Ch- know, is that Chase Smith's guy? Is that the old mayhem guy? No. The old mayhem guy. Oh, the guy who competed last year with uh, Rich. No, that's Chase Hill. This Chase Smith, okay. actually, he was one of the uh, – I thought he had a chance to make the games one year. It was 2017, and he was one of the guys who, who injured his pec on the ring ring dip workout. He uh, had some really. I bet. I think he had some like incredible uh, open finishes in his career. Yeah, he was 10th and 16th in back to back years in 2016 and 17 in the open. Anyway, is Dallin Pepper going to beat um, Jake Berman? Yeah, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Guys like Jake Berman, Jake Marconi, like there are a lot of other good athletes in this field, and it's not full yet. But if you basically, if you enter in just one more guy into this field that hasn't responded yes yet, that's of uh, that caliber, then you're already like looking at at Spencer Panchik, and you're saying, "Oh my God, are you going to get sixth again?" Oh damn! Oh, thank you, Brent. Okay, send me uh, send me your address in the DMs. Thank you. It's definitely not Brent Vikowski. What size do you think he is? He's a large. I'm a large. He's a large. Hey, so it's Saxon, Noah, Dallin, Pepper, Spencer, and Cole. There's still a bunch of great guys. There's 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 several spots still left open. Um, and only five go from this. Is that what you're saying? Only five go from here? Yeah. And I'm telling I mean, I have talked about before how how stacked the um, women's <laughs> field is in some parts of the world. North American men and European men this year, it is insane. Like there's easily twice as many guys who could qualify for the games and do well there than have spots available. It's very competitive, which is good. I'm, I'm, I'm clicking. I'm going over to the Atlas games. Okay, so some people have already signed up for the Atlas games too. Oh, and Mr. Vellner is one of them, Patrick Vellner. Of the athletes who've signed up for the Atlas games so far, yeah, he's the clear uh, favorite here. But there's some guys mm-hmm. that are very interesting to me on this list, primarily Jack Farlow and Benoit Boulanger. Benoit Boulanger. Jean-Simon Wallemare is interesting, too. He's coming back after a pretty nasty injury last year. I don't know if he'll be in contention to get a game spot, but um, he was very good several years ago. How about, how about Damien Conciatori? I don't know much about Damien Conciatori. 
He just wanted to say the last name. Yeah, yeah. Dude, (laughs) how is that? How is that Canadian? Okay, so right now, Pat, and how many people go from this region? Also five. Wow. Oh, Pat's get Pat can go there high on fentanyl. (laughs) Wow. Look, look, obviously maybe wear a shirt. Obviously, he should have a good chance of making it through regardless of what the field is. True. We're only seeing we're seeing just over a third of the field here. And but excuse me, there are a lot of good men in North America that haven't populated into any um into any of these leaderboards yet. So we don't necessarily know where everyone is gonna wind up. Well, I'm not sure where I'm gonna go either. Um CrossFit HQ sent me a email yesterday offering me access to all of the semifinals. They're like, hey, we know that you bring so much value and attention to the games and that we're going to, I know where you're going to go. You're going to the granite games because listen to the people who are competing at the granite Games. Yes. Tell me Phil tune. Yes. Love him. Colton Mertens. Love him. Wow. Holy shit. Orgy, orgy, orgy. Tim Paulson. Wow. Anthony Davis. Mm. Oh, wow. And, um, well, those are the ones that are on a, populate on a leaderboard. How is Anthony Davis doing? I, I mean, I mean, we know he's the strongest man alive, but but <laughs> does he have? Does he have? Is he? Do you think is his game gonna? Is he gonna be able to do it this year? I think he will be better than he was last year. This is there's some guys that I think are in in this field at the Grand Games that aren't on this leaderboard yet. Uh, this is going to be a, another tough field. Like I think it's, I think he could have a perfect weekend and still struggle to make it with the field that's going to be there um has marquand jones ever been to the games yeah he fin he placed i think fifth in the 2018 east regional and qualified he was either fourth or fifth wow in in the at the games no no at at the, at, at the regionals no has he oh okay and, he, and then he went the for the games. Okay, you okay. and i were there together covering that event. yeah i for some reason i didn't think he qualified that was albany you said mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah he did make it that year he did. That was the year with the triple threes, and they had the um, SL air runner malfunction on that one. Uh, I was a little intimidated to interview him. Is that the year? And who's the cop from New York who got sick? I always forget his name. Vigneault. He's not. He's not from New York. He's from <laughs> somewhere in Canada. Yeah, that's what I meant. Outside of he, Montreal, I those two guys. I was kind of intimidated to interview both of them. But Marquand's really cool. I hope he makes it. I what really are you talking about? You were it. interviewing Alex while he was throwing up in a trash can in the athlete area. I know. Well, in a pinch, you got to overcome. You can't be a pussy. You got to go over and stick the camera <laughs> in his face. Hey, what happened to Joe Joe Scally? He just got old and tapped out, or I actually he's another guy that I keep thinking is going to pop up in a, in a Masters category one year. Yeah, what happened? But to so him? far he has. I don't know if he's even thirty five yet, but I God, wouldn't be surprised if he's turned if he ages into that category and. And shows up on the 35 to 39 leaderboard in one of the next couple of years. He was such a great character for the sport. It was so, just too bad that never got developed. Okay, so so I want to I want to stay here and look one more time at, at the at the Granite Games because I'm concerned a little bit about. Um, okay, so I want Phil Toon to make it, and I want Colton to make it, and I want Travis to make it. Do you want Tim Paulson to make it? I do like I do like Tim Paulson. I'm gonna put him on the make it. Yep, Tim Paulson. Patrick. Oh no. But Patrick informed us that um, Chandler Smith is competing here. Yeah. Oh no. Do you want him to make it? I do, but I but I do, but I also want um, Marquand Jones and Anthony Davis to make it. Yeah, and there's some other guys I think that are still gonna be on this leaderboard at this competition. Deck. Okay, fuck it. I only want Colton to make it. 
And Travis. Not Phil? Nah, I can only pick two. The rest of you guys are out. Not Chandler? <laughs> I don't know. It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. It's crazy. Okay. And, so and, back and, to the point. and by the way, Nick Matthews also in this competition, and he missed the games by like two points last year behind Mertens. Crazy. Um, but but this is confirmed. So if you want to go to what event is this? This is what, what where are Granite, Granite games? games. It's the third state? week, June third to fifth in Minneapolis. Okay, so if June third, very nice Vikings uh, arena there, and there's some fun yeah. disc golf courses nearby. And who's the director over there? That's uh, that's Loud and Live. Loud and Live. Okay, so, so we don't Dylan know who Maletsky. the director is. It's it's not Matt O'Keefe. I think Dylan Dylan Maletsky will be the the primary guy there. Okay, and he's a great dude, as we all know. Okay, so if you want to go, you go on June 3rd, and you have your heart broken because there's so many good guys. How about girls? Let's look at girls. I, th- I just thought we were going to do the men and then the women, but that's fine. We can do one. Sydney Wells. Well, yeah. Hey, does she have a chance of finally cracking into the games? Actually, with what we see here for this field right now, so Amanda Barnard's in this field, Emily Rolfe. These are obviously it's not a full field. There's a and Danny Spiegel's in this field, which are three people that you would have to say like, yeah, if you know, you probably give them an edge. But there's a bunch of women in this field that I think are really close. This particular field that I think are close. Alex Willis down there at the bottom. I think she placed like 12 or 13th in the um, quarter. Sydney won't beat Fisa Goffey either, right? 20. Is Fee on this list? Yeah, at the very top. Yeah. Oh, she just she must have registered since we started. Yeah, Sydney Wells is a good up and comer. Fee is obviously very good. Watch out for Chloe Wilson, uh, and also Kelly Stone. So there's a lot and Alex Willis. So there's some, you know, and I think there's some opportunity. Oh, oh yeah. So Krista Stapp was supposed to be on that I love it team also. So they're definitely not having a team this year. So the the they're going to this individual route. Okay, interesting. We just tapped into Brian's brain. Did you guys see that? Mm-hmm. We got a little. We got a little self talk in there. He was. He was. He was restructuring the matrix. <laughs> anyway, this is what. What I'm saying is, there's going to be some opportunities for new North American women to make make it through. And I think that although the field looks pretty top heavy here, um, that battle like four or five, four through nine in this field is going to consist of some up and comers in the sport for, for North American women. Uh, Brooke Wells qualifying is insane. I agree. I, I, I agree. Brian's not so surprised though. He's not so surprised. He knew. Uh, where, where would we, where would we check to see if Sarah's landed? Oh, let, where would we she check has. to see where she has landed? Yep. Same spot as Laura and Gabby. Oh, okay. Can we can we look? And has has Roman landed anywhere? Yeah, <laughs> it's far east throwdown. And Tia's landed in Oceania, which is wait. Good. So Roman's gonna fly go? He's gonna leave the United States to go somewhere? It looks that way. Man, I don't know if I approve of that. Okay, so Europe. We just have uh, the only name I recognize on there is Katrin. Oh, this is strength and depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not. There haven't. Uh, well, you know, the it's later there, so. Um, I, I expect that a lot. This will populate a lot throughout the day tomorrow, or even what maybe while we're sleeping tonight. But Taylor Howe, you should definitely know that name as well. She'll have a chance, an outside chance to make it. And some of these other women are right. I mean, I know this girl Julia from Poland and Silvia Garcia Schiarda from Spain. Um, yeah. When did those letters go out, Brian? Do you know? Earlier today. I want to see. What, I want to see what time it is in Iceland right now. What time in Iceland? Is there an urge? It's three o four a.m. Is so. Let's say if even if they went out twelve hours ago, um, 
that would be uh, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It, that would have been 3 p.m. in Iceland. Why would Katrin decide so quickly? Is there an urgency to it that the places could fill up? No. No? I think it's one of those things. Like, if you know you're going to do it, you get the invitation, you go through the process, you fill it out, it's done, you move on. The nice, like, the, the thing is, in Europe in particular, they have two semifinals. One is the first weekend and one's the last weekend. So this is a big deal because obviously if you're having a training cycle and you need to prepare for May 20th compared to June 10th to be in, for a lot of these athletes, this is it. Like this is the only weekend opportunity for you to qualify. So you say you want to peak for the games, you got to get there first. So semifinals is your peak. And to find out on April 11th, whether you have to be ready on May 20th or June 10th, that's a big deal. Coaches for those athletes are now probably restructuring their their training cycle, their deload weeks, their tapering to coincide with when that will be. But up until this morning, they couldn't have made those plans. They could have only speculated about what which one it could be. Say those things in English for me. Basically, you you you, you want to peak at the event and you say you have to deload and, and those things. Are you basically saying that it's basically to maximize all the energy systems and your strength, right? So basically, in the next four weeks, you have to try to show up there with the – ability to do the best three minute, 12 minute, 22 minute workouts and be strong as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, uh, it's an okay amount of time to give the athletes, but I think there's a way to streamline the process and give even more heads up in future years. Okay. All right. Um, when, so soon the teams will get there so within a week, the teams, uh, uh, semifinals, do the teams do semifinals? Mm. Yeah. The, I posted something. I sent, I sent you guys a picture of the, the like upcoming dates that are important for Oh, that picture that had, um, Darius was on it. Darius. Okay. So, so, but, but soon there should be within a week or two or three weeks, then the, the, the teams will start getting their invitations to the semifinals and their boards will start filling in. Yeah, April 18th. Is there anything else happening, Brian? That we, so the next thing, there's nothing really to talk about. Oh, the Masters. Do the Masters have some shit coming up? Two weeks will be the the age group quarterfinals and the occupational games. And and those people go just straight to the games. They don't have no, a semifinal? They do have a semifinal. So they're like cut down from 10% per age division <coughs> to the top 30. Now, this is another situation where it will be very interesting to see. It says semifinals are top 30 for every division, but like, let's do Masters 60 to 64 women, only 40 people participate, and then you're going to cut 10 and have another competition with the remaining 30. Like, I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be a huge variety of participation with some divisions having a ton and some having very few, but they all get 30 to the semifinals. And then from the semifinals, they all get only 10 to the games this year, which I'm not a fan of. And, and are all the master semifinals on one week? They don't spread it out over four weeks. One virtual week, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So and then, and then, what virtual competition prior to the games? What about the teenager? Oh, it's Same. virtual. So, so the masters never get shit live until the end. I believe so. Yeah, they this, don't. These are, are kind of the. Uh... <laughs> um. And 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 what about the kids? Same thing. Same thing. Age teenager. group is referring to the teenage divisions and the masters divisions. Okay. Anyone who's not good enough to be an individual. What do we know about? What about? Oh, okay. Let's look at this. Where's Olivia Kerstetter? Is she going kids, 
Or did well, she drop gotta, into a... Yeah, so she will have gotten an invitation today. As far as I've seen so far, she hasn't uh, registered for any of these competitions. Um, but I'm assuming within the next 24 hours, we'll know what her plan is. And uh, it's definitely relevant because if she competes as a individual, uh, I mean, as a teenager, then, you know, she's probably the favorite in that division. But it also depends what Emma Lawson does. Which one would she compete at? We don't know. Oh. You like uh, the, I, I'm not even sure that I don't think the athletes knew today until they got their uh, invites, which one they were going to be invited to. Oh, OK, OK. So there's four. You'd have to check all four North America women and scroll up and down to see if uh, if uh, em, what, what was her name? Emily Lawson. Emma Lawson. Emma Lawson or uh, Kerstetter has got a spot. Yeah, I haven't seen them, though. I've are they the only two? Are they the only two people who have a choice to go um, teenager or adult? Teenager or adult? Oh, there he is. He found her. What what region is that? She's Atlas. At the Atlas Games. Okay, well she's wow. And Brian, when does she have to choose? She's chosen by by seeing her name on this list. She's chosen, so she can't go kitty. She's not <laughs> going. She's not going teenage. How about that, Danny Haran? Yeah, it's a name we haven't seen in a while. So how? Wow. And so she trains in New York, so Atlas Games is close enough. She just jump drives, just goes over the border. Man, I would just think that's so stressful going to Canada. And then and then scroll down, Allison Scuds also. She trains in Vermont, not New York. Yeah, close enough. Hey, um, uh, Scuds, isn't she trained in Vegas with uh, Danny um, uh, Danielle Brandon? Yeah. And so she's going to Canada too. Fascinating. Do you have any thoughts on that? How does that happen? She chose that, right? No. That's where she got invited to. Um, that's where she got invited to. But Pat Pat informed us that there was not actually a preference uh, selection option available this year. And so this was done based on, uh, well, probably not geography, possibly quarterfinal ranking. Otherwise, so you did, unknown. So you did shit. So how does that mean quarterfinal ranking? You did you did the shit and you get sent to Canada or Dubai? No, no. Or? The seeding process is unknown. <laughs> they, it's very uh, ubiquitous, arbitrary, and secretive, and no one understands it. And um, and that gives CrossFit the freedom to kind of manipulate the seeding process if they wanted to. And what I mean by that is. What uh, I did last year and Tyler Watkins did this year for me, which was really nice of him, is we seeded all the athletes <coughs> based on their quarterfinal rank. One, two, three, four, and then four with five, six with three, seven with two, eight with one, and just kept snaking back and forth for all 120 placements. And when we looked at that, he uh, he's working on some, another metric that he calls the relative strength index. And so we applied a relative strength index to those four fields. So you could see whether they'd be balanced out or not. And it was, uh, you know, in that system, like you're going to get some, what you would call like in the world cup, like a group of death. Like you'll see a list of guys and you'll be like, holy cow, there's eight killers in that group. Like eight guys that maybe are top 20 at the games. And in this one, I only see three or four. Right. It's not a perfect seating system. I'm not saying we have the perfect. Well, you don't know. You don't know if it is. But what I do think is that CrossFit should soon, you know, obviously haven't do this year. I think that it would be wise if they had a, pre-communicated seating system so that the athletes knew what the process was and weren't just kind of 
Why? What would that help? Well, um, two things. I, I need to pee, but I need to come back and ask you a question here real quick. Um, I want to ask you about uh, why. You tell me be- what do you think is more fair and equitable to have a pre-communicated system that's then applied to a group of athletes after they compete or to say, uh, we'll make it fair and equitable. Just trust us, guys. Well, <laughs> Just here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. So unfuck me if I'm if I'm thinking about this wrong. But you, you're at my you're 20 people are at my house, and I'm gonna order four pizzas, four large pizzas, six six large pizzas. I always over order. I don't ask anyone what the fuck they want. I don't give a fuck what you want. If I ask you what you want, someone's gonna have their feelings hurt because it's not gonna come the way they want. So I order a pepperoni, a cheese. And don't get upset, people. A pepperoni and olive and a, and a pineapple and ham, okay? And, and, and they come, and either you eat one or you don't. And you, and you should just be thankful that you got the pizza and, like, in, there's ranch and red pepper there, and, and the fights are on. Did you get uh, how many 24 liters of Coke? um but my point being is is why tell the like i understand what you're saying the importance like like will you go back to that one leaderboard that had tori dyson on it i think i think that's her name that was katrin daughter's um old training partner over at at ben bergeron's place Mm it's kind of i was kind of fascinated to see her name that she's still in the game that's pretty cool she's tiny do you know who that is brian yes she's she's tiny um uh, so, so, so like, is this the, is this the, is this the Atlas games? Yes. I just can't see an ML. I just can't see sending Americans up to Canada to, to compete. That's the part I'm tripping on the geography. Why not? Because crossing the borders ass. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a it's a shit show it, it, it's just trouble it would well, be so, a problem if they sent someone there that doesn't have a vaccine and communicated to or them if you have dui or, they don't or if you have a dewey unless yeah unless unless they don't allow happens. americans who have deweys that's, <laughs> really? that's it. no i didn't even know that yeah not not driving across you can't drive across all sorts of shit dude it's, it's crazy the stories of people getting turned back at the border are crazy canada's tough well, this is why I've know, been in secondary there. Every time I've been there, I've either gone to secondary or someone I'm with has gone to secretary secondary. One time Dave went to secondary, me and Greg and Dave flew there and Dave got taken to secondary. Mm. I'm off subject again, but, but it was pretty funny. Subscribe to our newsletter to hear that story. He started like twitching and shit. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Brian. So, so Brian, you think it should be transparent? Yeah. I think, you know, and I, and I have some ideas, but I don't necessarily think they're the only ideas, but I think, yeah, you should say this is the, this is the seating process. And do you think the athletes should have a say so that they can game it? I don't mean that in a disrespectful or I'm not, that's not loaded either. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with them gaming it, but you know what I mean by gaming it? You, you, you're, you, you, you pick the weakest region so that you can go. How do you know what the weakest region is? I don't know because I th- I think what good someone, point. I think what it depends on who you are. If you're a top athlete, if you're actually can cons- think that you have the chance to podium or maybe even top five at the games, then you just want to go to the first one. You just want to get it out of the way and move on with the training and preparation for the games, and that's right. a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, the rumor has it that Justin Medeiros is going the first week in the syndicate, and if he's going there and he qualifies from there, 
And we know that Pat's not, not going, Pat Bellner's not going to the Atlas games, which is like 30 days later, 20 days later. Yeah, 20 days later. So that means that Justin's got a 20 day head start on preparation for the games over his next closest competitor. Yeah, that's huge. It's a huge advantage. It is a month I more for sure. Yeah. No, no, because the other people get the month ahead of it. It's not like they lose those days. But it's a different training, and then you still have to consider the deload and the travel and everything else that comes with it. Once you punch your ticket, you're solely focusing on training for the games. And knowing that and then having it in your back pocket and having 20 more days on all the other athletes is a massive advantage. Bring back, what, what, Bring back regionals. You guys are talking about deloading again. What do you guys think about this? They should put all the names in a hat and shake them up. <laughs> what I think they should do is is have some kind of seeding process that seeds them into four groups and then randomly draw the groups into each of the uh, I love it. So that way we don't get all the best people in one. So when you say break them into four groups, these are the best people. These are the, the, the so there's 300 in each. Um, these are no, the no, 70. No, there's not 300 in each. So let's just, just, just for simplicity's sake, let's talk about North America. There's 120 okay. men. Okay. So a potential thing that you could do, let's just say you take the top 40 people from quarterfinals and you just rank them one through 40. And then so that you know if you place in the top 40 that you're not going to have to compete against any more than nine other guys that can yeah. place in the top 40 yeah. at corner finals. So you're just yeah. ranking the top 40 and separating them out one, in the snake style or whatever it is. Yeah. You look at the top net, 30, the, top 30, because there's look, four, but go on. Because there's four, what? There's four semifinals. So and 30, there's, four, four doesn't go into 30. Top 32? Thir, 30 goes into uh, 30 times four is 120. Anyway, whatever the number is, right? you look at the, what I think would be cool is you look at the rest of the people who qualified and you pull out anyone who's qualified for the games more than once because qualifying for the games once it happens, qualifying for the games twice to me is like, that's a different caliber of athlete. And let's Mm -hmm. say there's 10 other guys in the field that have two games qualifications, which is probably high. Most of those are going to be in the top. (coughs) Then you might just distribute those as well. Everyone else, you just can sit like almost no ranking you just however you want to do it oh oh i see what you're saying okay 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 now i see why okay i thought you were going a different direction with it that's why i said yeah it's good but whatever it like i said i don't have the perfect answer but i think i don't think that there then you're you are you factoring in the quarterfinal ranking you are accounting for the fact that there could be guys like let's just say ben smith or travis mayer that don't place in the top 40 but have a ton of games accolades and you don't just want to have like it just randomly be that they finish 68th and 72nd and 76th. And they're just every fourth guy is just this, you know, huge name because it's also a draw, you know, you know, Travis Mayer is going to get more attention than a guy who's his first time ever making it to this level of competition. And if they all just end up in the same one, then that'll be the one everyone wants to go to as a fan. So you're just distributing the top, distributing the established athletes in the space. So they may have done that. They might have done something like that, but it's not known what they're doing. Right. Just like it's not known what you're ordering, except now it's known what you're ordering. Thank you for committing that ahead of time. I'll factor that into my decision when I come over for pizza. Yes. <laughs> um, Brian is struggling with stuff. That's why you watch the show. <laughs> That's why you watch the show. The show should be called Try to Hear Brian Talk About Quarterfinals with Sevon Pervs Out. Uh, okay. Um, well, that's exciting to see them loading up. I feel like we're getting closer. You know what I mean? You, you, I, it's it's like, it's cool. 
Yeah. Because the semifinals is the first competition as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I've i expressed this already. I'm bummed about the Open and the quarterfinals. I wish the quarterfinals would just go away. I, I wouldn't even care. I, I, to tell the truth, I'd be even happier if people just went straight from the Open to the games at this point. I, I'm, I'm just not a fan of the quarterfinals in the Open. I think they, they're just fucking each other up. There's just no tension for me. But Ooh, the semifinals, they'll Daniel be Brandon just uh, registered for the Mac. Ah, mm. let's go. Oh, Are you sure she wasn't hacked? That's actually her. Yeah, Brooke Wells will be there. Cindy McAlishan, Emma Gardner, who's training out of uh, CrossFit New England now. Kira Milligan, who trains in Vegas with Daniel Brandon. Rebecca Fuselier, who someone in the comments asked, asked about. This is shaping up to be a pretty good field, too. And so, and so sh- what we think happened is, is that they sent her something and they said, hey, we're sticking you here. Do you have any issues? And if you say no, you go. We're speculating. We're speculating. All right. Well, cool. I'm glad Danielle Brandon's going to the semifinals. Oh, and in Sydney, Sid, Sid, Sydney, Michalation, Brooke Wells. Those are three already that I want to go. Yeah. So you know, Sydney Michalation is a great example here. I mean, she qualified last year through the online Atlas Game semifinals. Uh, obviously, she's moved out to Cross New England this year and is training there. Um, and probably what's a really good setting for her. And now we get to see her compete live. You know, she did pretty well at the games. She didn't make the top 20 in her rookie year. I think she was 26th or 5th. But uh, I'm excited to see her compete again. (laughs) Just got a text from one of our friends. Thank you. Uh, I I could send, uh, let me send one more guest. eh? Um, Who's it going to be? And one more. I, I sent it to one surprise guest, and we I, I got just got, got a text back. I got turned down. Oh, it to one more, one more guest. That's disappointing. That's like when someone tells you, like, "Oh, I was going to buy you this, but then I didn't." Like, but you know what? If the fact that I invited this person on the show and they text me back, it's still like I may have not like gone to bed with them, but I still got a handy. You know what I mean? They text me back. No, that's still nice. That's better than nothing. Right. Right. Totally, totally better. Now. Better than nothing. It's a good um, Brian, Brian, what events are you going to? Some at semifinals. What are you doing? Where Where can people follow you? See you? Unknown as of now. You You don't know. I haven't committed to any of them yet. Okay, me neither. Do you have a favorite? What do you mean? Do I have a favorite? Do you have like? One? Would you like? Do you what? Do you want to stay in the United States? Like, would you like to do like all like all the ones in the states? No, I actually would. I would love to be able to go to the Lowlands Throwdown. I've been trying to go there for a couple of years now, and it hasn't worked out. And, and where's that one? It's in the Netherlands. Mm. I don't, I'm not making any attempt to go to it because I think it's insane to go there, but I think it would also be fun to be at the Torian Pro event in Australia. I agree. I think that would be awesome uh, too. Oh, look, where's that? Oh, it's happening. This is really cool to watch in real time. So by tomorrow, will this be full, Brian? I th- mostly full. Um, there will still be a trickling process as backfills uh, filter in. I wonder if Brian makes a good. Um... Oh, yeah. Let me look at this, too. Holy cow. Lowlands Throwdown. Laura Horvat, Sarah Sigmund's daughter. Gabriella Magawa. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's going to be fun. That would be fun to go to and just not work it. Just, just a Hang flask. On, yeah, just a flask. <laughs> <and bring laughs> <your> feet up. <laughs> just brown bagging it. That woman from Spain, Elena Caratelasano, who is, she's pretty good too. I think she's got a outside chance, the last chance qualifier chance. Look at that last name, San Huja. All right, I think we did. I think we did a good job tonight, Ryan. I think you and I did, and, and Mr. Souza deserve a good pat on the back. I think we killed and Taylor. Him. And ta- oh yeah, well, he was on the show. When was he? Oh, that was today. <laughs> oh, Bruce Wayne, always love to see you, Patrick Clark. Thanks for checking in, Jiggy Josh, the Dick Butter, Corey Leonard. Seven, a new a new athlete just signed up for the Granite Games that I think you'll you'll be interested oh. in as well. So it'll be right at the top of the list. Male or girl? Just, uh, woman. Just read it off for us. Granite Games. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sierra. Is that a silent T? I don't know. Jemeland. Jemeland. Sierra Jemeland. What yes. a name. Hey, guys, you can't have two consonants. It's a rule. Um... All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. We will be back. Brian, always awesome. Thank you for being here. And uh, Thank you, Brian. We, are you coming on the Comporter one, Brian? Did we screw that sure. up? Okay. No, because I got removed from a Monday to a Wednesday. All right. We'll still because I you. fucked it up. All right, guys. Ciao. Good night. Bye. Adios.